Hey guys, Pastor Jurgen here. I'm so glad you're tuning into one of our powerful messages that is guaranteed to absolutely elevate your life to another level. At Awaken, we only want to preach fresh, real, powerful to help you grow stronger in your walk with God, develop your faith so you can take more territory. I'm praying that God blesses you and enriches your soul as you listen to this amazing word from God. God bless you. We do have a, a, a wonderful relationship panel. So if I can get my panelists to come up here. And, um, and worship team, you guys are dismissed. Thank you. And everyone else, you guys go ahead and take your seats. But this, um, the reason why we want to have a relationship panel is um, there is, I got to figure out where I'm sitting. I didn't talk about this. But, um, you know, we all go through things. And most of us are going through similar things that uh, like others have gone through. And you don't know, right? You don't know what, the, like, what other people have walked through. And there's incredible wisdom on this stage. We have the Smiths, we have the Batty Youngs. So I wanna get us started by you guys introducing yourselves. So the Smiths, you guys wanna start? Hi, we're the Smiths, um, Carla and Carlos Smith. We have two beautiful daughters. We have a 25-year-old daughter. Um, she's married and has blessed us with the most beautiful little girl, so we are grandparents as well. Um, but yeah, we've been together since I was 15 years old, Carlos was 18, and I didn't have to go look for him because God literally brought him to my doorsteps. So he was coming, yep, and Carlos and Carla, so hello, like it was match made in heaven already. So yeah, um, we've been together for 27 years, yeah, roughly 27 years. But yeah, for the Smiths. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to say this real yeah. quick. You look like you're 30. Like, I don't, there's no way you can have grandkids. Like, there's no way you guys can have grandkids. And also, I'm just saying, dads, watch out. Letting, you know, young boys in the house when you have young girls, you know. <laughs> but it does work out. Yeah. Um, so we're the Bad Youngs. I'm Brooke. This is DJ. You guys know him as Jesus. Um, but we met when we were in college. Um, I was like 22. He was 23. And we met through mutual friends. We've been married for not quite as long. We've only been married for four years going on in May. Um, we have two beautiful kids, Kiana and James. They're eight months old and two and a half, and they are the light of our lives. Yeah. So good. Amazing. Well, I want just some background into Joy and I, too. We, um, we've been married, um, ten years. Yep. Correct. <laughs> good job. I should have, I should have looked that <laughs> up before I got on right. stage. <laughs> no, yeah, we've been married ten years, and, um, it's, we actually met on eHarmony, of all places, and it was, it was God moved, right, and f especially for both of us, well, for me, like, I was a miracle, like, she was my miracle, and, um, but just, we met and then came to this church, like, our second date was at this church, like, literally, we went, we went on a hike our first date, which, looking back, is kind of weird, 
And then the second date, oh, oh, side note, this is funny. We told everyone at church we met hiking, and everyone thought I was a creeper. Because, like, who walks up to a girl while hiking and just starts talking to her? And then we had to, like, come clean that, no, we actually met online. No shame. No shame in meeting online. Yeah, no shame. It's different now than it was, you know, 12 years ago. Anyways. I'm just going on tangents here. Yeah, let, let's get let's get into our panel. Yeah, um, you guys have, <laughs> but thank you. <laughs> um, we wanted you guys to be on the panel because you have such incredible fruit in your lives that we've seen in your marriages and parenting and your relationships. And so we want to start off with Carla and Carlos and ask you, um, you know, what advice do you have for young couples? You know, you, you guys met at 15, you know, like early parents. How did you navigate that? Um, I'm, no, I'm by no means an expert, but 22 years, okay, you know. But tw- 27, 22 years married. Tomorrow's our anniversary, by the way. <laughs> Why two days after Valentine's Day? I don't know. I don't know. But um, the best advice I give for young couples is that... Um, Get around church community. Um, the Bible says the it's it's a three chord string. A three chord strand is is not easily broken. And make sure you're around community and the Holy Spirit and God is centered. When you're a young couple, a young married couple, you know. Um, for me, um, going to church as such a young, you know, we're young. I I look to the older guys, you know, um, the the guys that paved the way and they were married, you know, for you know a lot, lot longer and. And um, they didn't know, but I was, I was observing them, yeah. you know. I was observing how they treated their wives, you know. Yeah. Little things, open the door. Um, they're always, always on dates or, and stuff like that, you know. And, yeah. and um, they didn't know that I was, they were my mentors, you know. So, you know, I just, it's the best advice I could give, you know. Look yeah. to the older guys. Look to, you know, if you're a young couple, look to the older guys. Yeah. You know, that, and be fruit inspectors. Yep. Look at their fruit first. Yeah. Yep. You know, they, they got a good marriage, you know, hey, go, go rub elbows with them, but, you know. Yeah, so good. I love yeah. that. It, you can seek wisdom, you know, yes. what a good way, and just that is available to all of us to seek wisdom by looking, yeah, being fruit inspectors and yeah. looking at what others are doing. And, and yeah. I love that we can apply that not just to, like, our marriage, but to parenting or, yes. you yeah. know, just in so many different areas in business, like looking, you know, at, at others and... Yeah, on those and I love what you said about the threefold cord, right? Because you typically you say like man, woman, Holy Spirit, but it's it's couple, Holy Spirit, church, or couple, Holy Spirit, connect, yes. couple, Holy Spirit, emerge team. Mm-hmm. You know, it's that like there's a lot of power in yeah. that. Um, that like, I mean, you guys astonish me. You really do. Like, like seeing the amazing daughters, the women that you have raised, and. And at your young age, where's Bella? Is she here? Hey. Um, like, seeing them and, and seeing your guys' ability to, to walk through that with such humility. Yeah. Like, I know it inspires both of us. And so, um, any wisdom? Like, I'm watching you. I know you tell other people, I'm watching you, so. Well, if you have daughters, uh, date them. Date them. Take on dates. <laughs> uh, if you have sons, I don't know. I don't. I don't have sons, so uh, rough them up. I don't know. <laughs> you know, make them. You know, help them. You know, let them know how to treat a woman. You know, 
yeah, by by how you treat your wife, you know. But if you have daughters, I, I'm from experience, you know, date your daughters, always talk to them, you know, take them on dates, even when they're young and even when they're older, too, you know. Yeah. Yeah, so. Yeah. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah. Come on, let's give a hand for that. Yeah, well, I think I'm not the only one in the crowd who's been dying to know, for Brooke, what is it like to be married to Jesus? <laughs> um, I think one of you guys made the joke that I never run out of wine. Um, <laughs> it's a perk. Um, no, it's an honor um, to watch him, you know, evolve into that role. And he, yes, he's he's playing the greatest man that ever lived, but you really see in his... Um, in his performance that it's his relationship that he has with Jesus. It's not like your, you know, stereotypical stained glass window church or Jesus that you always hear. It's, it's really portrayed and he really portrays him so well at, as how, how he sees Jesus. And so it, it, it's an honor. It really is. All jokes aside, it's great. But yes, the wine's good too. Well, I, I want to take a minute and just honor you because I know like, you know, it's because of your strength and your, you know, sacrifice and, you know, having the servant heart that you have that DJ is able to play that role so brilliantly. So um, yeah, we, we love you, Brooke. Thank you. Yeah, I, I just want to add to it because last year, Brooke was pregnant, almost ready to pop while I was going through Hero. So having to take care of a toddler, being pregnant, and having their, her husband pretty much spend 12-hour days getting ready to perform, um, she held the fort down, and she continues to do that. So she inspires me every single day with her strength. Um, and because of her, I was able to go through my growing season and allow myself to, what I think, you know, step into the real calling on my life. And I, I would encourage any husband, wife, girlfriend, boyfriend, if you see something like that, uh, something that's just a sparkle in their eye, you know, do something that will encourage that. Do something that will take care of the weight of the rest of their life, whether it's doing their laundry, you know, washing their car, whatever the case may be. If you can take a little weight off of their shoulders, they're going to be able to grow and step in to their calling like I was. So, yeah. yeah. So good. So good. It was easy. Okay. You know, um, you know, just because we're pastors doesn't mean we haven't gone through things, right? About four years ago, we went through a rough, a rough spot in our marriage, and it was really around serving and serving a lot. And, um, and it, it was just caught, caused a lot of friction in our marriage. And um, I remember just being just like frustrated because I'm just like, God, I'm trying to build your kingdom, but my family is falling apart. It's like, God, I'm trying to build your house. I'm trying to do what you want, but why is this happening? And, um, and I remember driving home from work, and I, was, I could tell you exactly where my truck was on Poway Road, and, um, and I just cried out. I was like, God, Holy Spirit, I need your help. And as clearly as I hold, heard the Holy Spirit, he's like, wash your car. I'm like, that's very odd. I was like, wash her car. Did I hear you right? Like anything else. Like, no. And I heard, wash her car. Go home and wash her car. And, um, and you're, just, you know, you're just sitting there. You're just like, like what? Okay. I was like, whatever. I'm going to go home and wash her car because I don't even know what to do. So let's see if this is real, you know. 
And I, so I go home and I start washing her car. And then we talked about it later. And like she told me, she was just like, hey, like that meant a lot. That's what my dad used to do for my mom. And I used to see my dad love my mom by washing her car. And, um, and so it's like, DJ, you're a great example. It took me a while to learn to, you know, hit my head against a wall. But um, like to invite the Holy Spirit in to your marriages, like, like being observant, like what can I do? How can I serve, like you said? Well, to be honest, I've, I was kind of blockheaded for a while and I just didn't see. And, but luckily, by Christ's blood and, you know, Holy Spirit, eyes were opened and I was able to, to love mm-hmm. the right way. Yeah, yeah um, that was yeah, amazing. So yeah. grateful. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> yep, seeking God's presence never yeah. fails. Yeah. Uh, well, I want to go back to the Bad Youngs, and um, you know, I know you guys mentioned you've been married four years. And what advice can you guys give to people who are like dating and want to be married? This is my favorite question. Um, so, this isn't just what worked for us. This is this is biblical. So, when I first met DJ, background story: DJ and I had both come from very similar, very toxic relationships um, before we met each other. And I was sick of it. I was like sick of dating. I knew what I wanted. I knew what I was worth. I knew how I wanted to be treated. I knew the man that I wanted and I wasn't gonna settle for anything less. I, I had my mind made up and I'm like, you know what? And the, the day before that I met him, I prayed and I said, God, the Bible says, if I delight myself in you, you'll give me the desires of my heart. He knew the desires that I wanted in a husband, and he, 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 he overgave. So into, I think maybe like a week or two into dating, or just meeting him, I said, I'm not dating to date. I'm not dating to be your girlfriend. If you, this is, let's just see where this goes. I'm not in that. I'm dating because I want to get married. I want to be a wife, and I want to be a mom. If you don't see that, we're ending it now. (laughs) And he said, okay, (laughs) buckle up. So that 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 was the mindset. That was the expectation that I set from the very beginning. I'm putting my foot down. I'm saying this is what it is. I need a man that's, one, seeking God, Every single day of his life, not just like, yeah, I go to church. Cool. But like, are you actively looking for a relationship with Jesus every single day of your life? That was number one. Number two, no sex before marriage. We're not living together. We're not sleeping together. We're setting curfews. We're not staying with each other past 10 o'clock, no matter what. And he drove from from Orange County to San Diego, back and forth, back and forth, because I was dead set. I'm like, and that's what I deserved. And that's what I wanted. And again, God over, over delivered. And so, so, so thankful. So if you're dating, do not settle for anything less than what God has told you you deserved. Yeah. Don't compromise any of your boundaries. Don't compromise any of your values because there's going to be someone who is going to be equally yoked and have those same boundaries, if not respect them, because that's how much you're worth and that's your value. So set the ground straight. Set it, set it to where it needs to be from the very beginning. Tell them your favorite saying. Oh, yeah, my favorite saying. I tell this to my friends all the time. Don't do wifey things at a girlfriend price. 
<laughs> like, Preach. unless you are standing at an altar and saying, I do, and you both have rings on your fingers, do not compromise and don't do anything a wife would do when you're still being called a girlfriend. So, yeah, that's, yeah. that's, that's so why it's my favorite question. What? Yeah. <laughs> and, and... And I thank God I had amazing parents yeah. who set that foundation for me and, who, and who, who set that expectation up for me because it has led into a beautiful marriage. I'm not saying that it's easy and I'm not saying I'm an expert. It's only been four years. I'm only dipping my toe in at this point. But I, we, we set those from the very beginning because we knew this is what... what the physical intimacy is a covenant and it's between a man and a woman, a man and a woman only. And it is under the confines of marriage and that's it. And we're not compromising that. We're not, we're not going to like test the waters or anything. No, 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 no. It was, it was never up for question. And so very, very thankful that, you know, we, we stayed strong in that. And so, yeah. So good. I, yeah. I love that you guys communicated it. Because it's funny, I was actually, this is sad. I'm going to throw myself under the bus here for a, for a minute, right? So when I met Joy, in my mind, I did the same thing. I had just come back to God, and I was like, this is what I'm doing. I, I remember saying, I'm not going to kiss a woman until I know I'm going to marry her. And, but I never told her that. <laughs> and so she was wondering for a while, like, why isn't he, like, making a move? Like, what is going on? Am I reading this wrong? And, yeah, I know, it's... So communication is key. Be like the Batty Youngs, not like me. <laughs> yeah, say it from the beginning. <laughs> awesome. Well, um, I know, yeah, so we, Jake and I, have a four, six, four, and one-year-old, and life's starting to get a little crazy, you know, lots of activities, school, and so I want to go over to Carla and Carlos again, and, you know, as your girls started, you know, getting into more sports, and you have church, and you have work, and you have all the, the, all the things, how do you, like, balance and, you know, find peace and, and all those things? Um, as the girls got older and both of them decided they wanted to play softball, so we did a lot of travel ball and we were, you know, doing ministry together and running a business. And so we, from the beginning, knew that home was our first ministry, right? So Carlos and I made sure that our girls were um, taken care of, that we were from the over, and we were including them in everything, right? So they were serving alongside with us, both of the girls. Um, we were serving in kids' church at the time, so we would bring them over, and um, they would help out and, and, and be there and be available. Um, and so at a young, at an early age, they kind of learned what it was like to serve, right? Um, but we made sure that we did not miss anything. And in a few years back, I had listened to Tommy Barnett, and he talked about how he never missed out on any of his son's activities. And because they were asking him, like, how is it that all of your sons are pastors and none of them had this negative, you know, um, relationship with the church? And, you know, one of the things he said was it didn't matter where he was at. And he could have been in another part of, of the state. He always flew back in time to be there for, for his kids. And as a result, their kids never were able to 
have any negative impact, you know? They knew that the, their dad was always gonna be around. And so, I mean, with us, it was just kind of balancing and making sure that, um, you know, we, we were pouring into to our girls and into our marriage, you know? Yeah. I love that. That's amazing. Yeah, I feel like that's so important is doing the, like, doing the, like, sort of easy things or, doing the things right to set such a strong foundation. Like when you come home from work, like how do you respond when your spouse comes home from work? Like how do you respond when, you're, when your kids come home from school or when you send them off to school? Like all of those little things, you know, they seem little or maybe routine, but I think if we can get the foundations yeah. right, yeah. like that builds such a strong foundation um, and not to put so much pressure on ourselves, like, oh, we have to go to like this Disney vacation and mm -hmm. those things are amazing, but it's like doing, like that's like the icing but doing like the, the everyday things right is what really sets us up for success. Yeah, that's excellent. And honestly, that's what she's so good at. Like, I'm, I would be a mess without her. Like, she's like transformed my life. And like being able to see your discipline over the years inspires me. And like, I didn't, my parents didn't really model this um, to do the small things. And like, I see your parents and I see you and I'm just like, that has such an incremental effect. Just like going to the gym, just like eating healthy. It's like, if I can do one thing a day right in the, how I communicate to my spouse, it adds up over time. And then you'll find that like 80% of your life now is just excellent. And then you have that other 20% of vacations and other parts. And so I wanna honor you. That's a, like, you blo honestly blows my mind. Well, I know we're going to be wrapping up soon, but is there, you know, any closing, or I don't want to put a pressure on the time, but like, are there some like thoughts that you want to share that you're just like, you know, Holy Spirit's been speaking to you and you just feel like something you want to share over relationships, marriage, parenting, any of those things? No, no pressure on Carlos. Anybody can I'm start. Thinking, I'm thinking, are you guys on? <laughs> yeah, leave it to me to have something to say, right? Um, no, something that me and Brooke have really, really been working on in the, in the last season is we've set expectations for the things that we believe for in our life, but consistently praying into those things together. Yeah. We knew we wanted to be young parents, and we knew God would make that happen because that was the desires of our heart. Yeah. We knew that we wanted to build a business, and we did that. And so there's so many things that we are believing for that we consistently pray into, and we don't get discouraged that they're not coming in our timeline because we know that they're in God's timeline. So I would say any couple here, start talking about those things that maybe are just a desire of your wife's heart or your husband's heart, and make sure that they're desires of your heart together because you are coming in as one. And maybe there's some things that as a husband, I didn't think that we would have a floral business. I didn't think I was going to be good at making boutonnieres and, you know, bouquets and all, all that stuff. But, hey, I'm pretty dang good at it, all right? Um, but it, the fruit that's come out in our marriage because of that little seed that was planted in, in her heart um, is amazing. And as a husband, I get to champion her in that, um, in that you know, amazing business. So that, that's just like a little bit of advice that I would give right now.
Yeah, he's really good at boutonnieres. Um, <laughs> but again, I, I really want to honor my parents because they've set a great example for marriage. And his parents, too, they've been together since they were in middle school. So we don't really have to go too far for marriage advice if we ever need it. And we have great um, models to look after. So I really want to honor you guys. So thank you. And watching my dad do the same thing for my mom and watching him do the same thing for me, like I, I couldn't have asked for more because my dad was someone who, you know, I looked up to for and, and really took examples from. And I wanted a husband that was like my dad. I wanted someone that was going to fight for me the way that my dad fought for my mom and through everything that she's been through. So really want to honor you guys. That was, you know, growing up and, and looking at you too. I can really see the fruit of my life and, and, in, my, and in my personal family, my little family that we have. So, um, yeah, but... Um, another thing that we had had to go through was um, really just, it sounds like super cliche and you would think like, oh my gosh, what the heck, but really believing in one another. Like there was times when, you know, when we were feeling discouraged and, you know, you want to champion them and you're doing everything you can, but at the same time, like, are you, are you believing what you're saying? Are you believing what you're championing over your spouse? And so that was something that, you know, I had to hit hard with. I'm like, you know, I, I really want this for him. I really want to see him do this, but I'm still doubting him. And there were things that, like, I had to, like, have some heart checks. I had phone conversations with Mandy Van Tassel about because I was like, what's, what's going on? And it was really like, it wasn't him. It was me. It was, it was my heart. I wasn't believing him. I wasn't believing in him. And, and since I've had that like reverse and I've had to, you know, had to have that heart check, there's so much fruit in him. I'm like, wow, it really wasn't him. It really was me. <laughs> so if there's something, it's, it's probably you. I'm going to be real. <laughs> just, just going to put that out there. But yeah, that's my little two cents. I think if I can give any piece of advice for um, the women is pray for your husbands, yeah. champion them. You know, we, I spent the first few years of our marriage trying to change Carlos, yeah. you know, and, and he's done such an amazing job of just loving me just the way I am. And I, and I remember hearing the Holy Spirit one day say, hey, you're not Holy Spirit Junior. Let me do what I do best. You pray for him. You champion him. You prophesy over him. The things that you don't like, bring him to me. Sometimes those little things that I didn't like then, I realize now that God had put those things in him. And those are the very things that were helping him fulfill his assignment as a man, right? And in ministry. And I wanted him to be like me. And it's like, no. You were attracted to him because he wasn't you. So pray, prophesy, champion your husband. Um, you know, don't try to change them. Yeah, it's incredible. I gathered my thoughts now, so. <laughs> the best advice I could give for, for married couples is never compare each other to another couple. Yes. Never, comparison is the enemy. Champion each other, lift each other up, build each other up. Because if you're a husband, you're, your wife is, a re, is the reflection of you, how you treat her. Um, I've always told my, I, my, according to me, my wife has no flaws. So she's perfect, you know, but, you know, there's sometimes, you know, hey, you know, I'm, we, we, you know, there's some arguments, but. You know, we look past that, and, and I champion her, and they're constructive arguments. 
they get somewhere, they get something done, you know. They either, they either change our heart or, or change each other's heart, and we just build each other up, speak life into each other, prophesy of each other. Whatever, whatever um, you speak to a woman, she will multiply it. You give her a, a buyer a house, she'll multiply it and give you a home. Yeah. You know, you you give her groceries, she'll make a meal. You know, the the and and whatever you say, she'll come back and prophesy over that to you. Mm-hmm. Um, whatever your dreams are, discuss your dreams together. Yeah. She'll come back and she'll say, "You remember you said that? You remember you said that, Carlos?" And I'm like, yeah, I did. She's prophesying over me. She's reminding me. Yeah. And. And I continue to, to grow and because it wasn't always like this. It, it wasn't always like, I, I, I can't even believe I'm even up here on the, on the stage, you know. Because my wife was the one that, she went and served. She went and served in kids' church. And, and I would go, but I was like one, one, one foot in, one foot out. And yeah, 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 okay. But it's the guys that, that came around me and say, hey, you know what? Go serve with your wife. And, and I'm thankful for those guys. I don't know if they're here. Like a Gabe Godinez, you know, we go back like 20-something years. And, you know, and uh, Eddie Pilato and, and guys that I remember that would tell me, that would get him, that were bold enough to get in my face and say, hey, you know what, brother? You know what? You, you got to marry that woman. You know what? And I'd be like, oh, come on, man. And I was young. They get in me again. You got to marry her, bro. Come on, man. You love her. You got a kid. You know, what's going on? Come on. You know, and. And, and I, after a while, my heart started getting convicted, and I started serving. And I started, I started getting reminded of, of, of God and, how, and the goodness of God and how he is and how the marriage is a perfect reflection of God's covenant with us, yeah. you know. Um, so, yeah. That's, wow. Let's give my hand. I, I love that. Because, I mean, it really, you, you, you're showing how community helped you. You're showing you, like, hey, like, these guys that were in your life, they helped make you better, you know? Like, and that's what we do here as a church. We make those in our sphere better. Like, when you come to men's prayer, you're going to get better because the other men at men's prayer. You know, you go to women's prayer, you're going to get better because the other women at women's prayer. And... um like I know, we owe everything to this church, and um, and and I I wasn't gonna share this, but I kind of want to share it. Um, I I shared this at men's prayer on Tuesday, kind of going back to what Carla was saying, and you guys were saying about championing for wives. This is for you. I'm gonna tell you how I championed my son, and then you can take this and apply it to your husbands, and I promise you, money back guarantee, it's gonna work, right? <laughs> So I, we, were, we were playing baseball um, during the Super Bowl. My son really wanted to go hit. And I was like, fine, well, we'll skip out in the Super Bowl. We'll go to the field. We'll hit. And I'm throwing him pitches, and he was not doing well. He was swinging and missing everything, and I was getting frustrated. And so I was telling him what he needed to do. I was like, pick your bat up straight. Get your feet this far apart. Turn your body. You bend your knees. And I was giving him the right instructions, but we were both frustrated, and nothing was happening. And I stopped. I said, okay, Holy Spirit, like, I don't want to be here. He doesn't want to be here anymore. Like, what, like, what's going on? Like, I need your help. And the Holy Spirit's like, have fun. And then I was like, okay, like, this is, so I was like, what would I have done? What did I want to hear? And then I was like, oh, I know what I could do. 
I was like, the MLB home run champion is coming up to the plate. The greatest hitter of all time is stepping in, and he's getting that bat straight up, and he's bending those knees, and he's lining up the plate the right way, and he's going to smash this ball. And he had a grin ear to ear, and then I threw a pitch, and he smashed it. Best hit. And I, 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 I sat there, and I'm just like, is it really that easy? Like, I didn't change anything I said. I changed how I said it. I changed it from a correction to, hey, we're doing this together. This is who you are, identity. And, um, like, and this kid, ear to ear, and next thing you know, he's, like, screaming across the field for mom to come over to watch how good he's hitting. And um, he's sitting there, and, um, you know, it changed everything. And so, like, it's funny how for all of us, like, like, sometimes that's all we need. It's not what we're saying. It's how we're saying it. And, um, but even that goes back to getting the Holy Spirit involved. I know that our marriage would be a wreck because of me without the Holy Spirit. Like, it, it is what it is. But luckily, I pray. <laughs> like, thank God I pray. Thank God I can hear his voice and course correct. And, um, and right now, we want to go into a time of prayer and prayer over different areas. And um, so I'm gonna have everyone stand up right now. And um, we're gonna have DJ, what do you wanna pray for? I'm gonna let you pray for it. Yeah, um, God has really been speaking to me about things in people's past, um, soul ties. Okay. Um, negative words that have been written in contract with the enemy and breaking those tonight. Okay. So that's amazing. DJ's going after soul ties. And then Carlos, I, I want you to really go pray after that community aspect that these like men go to emerge, that they get connected because their destiny is around connection. And then I'm going to close this out. And then afterwards, we're going to have the ministry team up here. But um, if, if, if this is for you and you're just like, you know what? I want this now. Just to come from your seat, come down to the front and just stand here while they pray. Like just say, you know what? I don't want to go another day where I'm at. I want to see the miracle now. I want to see God move now. I want to see relationships shift now. And this is a time for you. This is a time for marriage. This is a time for friendships. This is a time for restored families. So go ahead, DJ. Yeah. <clears throat> Guys, there we are. <laughs> um, I just invite everybody to just close your eyes. There was a point um, of me actually coming to this church many years ago, over five years ago, and there was a pastor doing similarly what I'm going to do tonight. And they asked, if there's anything that's from your past that you carry into your present, whether it's somebody that you were in a relationship with that spoke negative words over you, maybe it was a parent, family member that did something to you. Think of those things right now because you don't have to carry those any longer. And if, if you do have something that comes to mind, if you've written a contract or something like that, you have a soul tie and you know, go ahead and lift up your hand. Nobody's looking because I want you to have that thing in your hand and we're gonna release that together. So Father God, you see every single hand lifted. You see the heartache, the shame and the guilt that they have each night. 
thinking about these things over and over again in their head. The enemy showing them that they are worthless, that they are not worthy of love, that they are not going to live up to the expectations of themselves. Father, we pray right now that you break every single contract that has been written in their name, Father, that their, their life is going to change tonight, that their promise is going to come in this next season, that their relationships are going to grow stronger, Father, that they are going to become the men and women of God that you have called them to be, Father. I pray for every single soul tie to be broken right now, that their past has no hold on their future, that they are not going to be the same person in relationship that they were before. They're not going to be a pushover. They're not going to be somebody that is careless, that is fearful. They're going to be strong and courageous. They are going to speak into the life of their spouse. They are going to be amazing leaders in their houses, Father, and they're going to be atmosphere shifters and chain breakers in our world. I pray this in Jesus' mighty name. Thank you, Heavenly Father God. I want every man here to put their, put their hand on their heart right now in the name of Jesus. Put, put your hand on the heart. And if you have a wife, hold her hand. Hold her hand right now. Lord, Father God, I lift up every man right now in the name of Jesus, Lord. Every man that's right here, Lord, Father God, that's on the fence about being in a community, Lord, Father God. Being in community, Lord, Father God, we're on the fence about going to emerge, Lord, Father God. Lord, Father God, I just pray, Lord, Father God, that you just move their hearts right now in the name of Jesus, Lord, Father God. Lord, Father God, that their marriages will be rekindled, Lord, Father God. Lord, Father God, I just pray for their families right now in the name of Jesus, Lord, Father God. The, the reigniting, the fire, Lord, Father God. The passion to burn with, to each and every person right now in the name of Jesus, Lord, Father God. To let it well up in them, Lord, Father God, that they can't contain it, Lord, Father God. And come down right now into the altar right now and let it go. Let it all go right now in the name of Jesus, Lord, Father God. I thank you right now. Lord, Father God, yes, right now you are here, Lord, Father God. The vibration of heaven is coming down right now. Lord, Father God, I thank you. Oh, Heavenly Father God, yes. Yes, release it, Lord Father God. Rekindling restoration right now for every, for every man, Lord Father God, every, every couple, every marriage, Lord Father God. I just thank you right now in the name of Jesus, Lord Father God. Community, Lord Father God. Like-minded people, Lord Father God. Lift each other up right now in the name of Jesus, Lord Father God. I thank you, Heavenly Father God, in Jesus' awesome name. Amen. Amen, amen. Right now, before I pray... If you are in a place where life is hopeless, or you just, you can't seem to get over, you can't seem to have that breakthrough, and you don't know Jesus, now is the time to get to know him. Now is the time to allow the, his spirit to come upon you, to speak to you like he speaks to me. There's no difference between who I am and who you are. If he can speak to me, he will speak to you too. And if every head bowed and every, eyes, every eye closed, if that's you here today and you're just saying, God, I want to rekindle that, that voice, that relationship with you, go ahead and raise your hand. Go ahead and raise your hand. This is a, a time of restoration, of rekindling that relationship, of hearing from him. I see you, you guys, amazing, those who raised your hand. Amazing. God is coming to and he's drawing near those who seek him. He is drawing near to you who are reaching out to him.
because he is actually speaking and there has been deception that's blocking our ears from hearing him. And he is gonna unlock right now his voice. In the name of Jesus, we unlock the voice of God. We unlock your voice for all of us to hear, to hear your word, to hear your power. And if you raised your hand, we're gonna have a response team over here. Come up, get prayer. Go and, and, and take the next steps of that rekindled relationship. But the, I want to end this service. I'm gonna have the I want to have the ministry team here up front. And if you're in a marriage and you, you are facing a difficulty, like almost like a, a hopelessness where you need God to show up, or if you're single and you're just you don't know what's next. Or maybe you're, you're dating or it's with a kid or with a parent and there's, there's a gap in the relationship and there, you just don't have hope there. You just, there's a frustration. Now is the time the Holy Spirit wants to speak. And so I'm gonna pray, but come up and get prayer. Don't leave here without prayer. Lord, I thank you for every man and woman in this house I thank you that they are blessed beyond measure. I thank you that they are, are they can hear your voice. They can run forward hearing your voice. I thank you that they will go out today knowing that you are speaking to them, that they take action knowing that you are showing up, that they go forward knowing that God cares for them, that you care about the details, that you care about the relationships, that their life is not meant to end, but their life is just beginning. I thank you for a restored life in this house. I thank you for restored marriages in this house. I thank you that this is a day where everything is being shifted and transformed into heavenly realm, into heavenly ways. I thank you that every marriage where there's been friction, there's going to be laughter. In every marriage where there's been frustration, there's going to be joy. In every marriage where there's been just silence, that there is talking, that there is this abundance, the connection. In the name of Jesus, I restore connection, the connection between marriages right now, the connection, the voices between husband and wives right now, that every lie, every spirit of deception that's come against the marriage, we break its hands right now in the name of Jesus. And we release your power, your power among us. We receive what you have for us in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Wow. What an amazing word. I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. Hey, listen, for more information about our church, go to www.awakenchurch.com. Or subscribe to our YouTube channel if you haven't already and download our app. It is amazing. It is chock full of incredible messages, information about upcoming events, and you can even support our ministry if you feel so inclined. We loved having you with us today. We look forward to seeing you again. God bless you. Live a life that is transformative. Bye for now.